the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Impeachment is now a waste of everybody's time. I actually watched a couple of minutes of it, and despite headlines on CNN and other places that Ambassador Gordon Sondland had said that Trump directly told him that any aid for Ukraine was tied to investigations of Burisma, I actually heard Sondland asked, Did you ever hear from President Trump or any other person on the planet that the aid was dependent on investigations? And Sondland said, No. I'm going to bet that that exchange never makes it on the air anywhere but Fox. It should be an insult to your intelligence, but then so should this. It's a boy who says he's a girl reacting to the news that the school district voted to let boys into girls' locker rooms. Yeah, it passed. It passed. And how does that make it feel? Oh, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Yeah, he's ecstatic. Here's a uh, He has purple hair, by the way. And here's a girl, Julia Barca, whose reaction was a lot different. I feel uncomfortable that um, my privacy is being invaded as I am a swimmer. I do change multiple times naked in front of the other students in the locker room. And um, I I understand that the board has an obligation to all students, but um, I was hoping that they would go about this in a different way that would also accommodate, accommodate students such as myself. Yeah, she was kind of hoping that normal adults would actually, you know, show some kind of sanity and decide to, you know, do the right thing and not do something ridiculous like open the locker rooms up to everybody. But it's everywhere, and uh, that's just one case in, in Illinois. We are going to dive into this stupidity uh, with someone who knows all about it when we come back. Stick around. Confusing, tedious, worse than a math test. That's how most Americans describe shopping for health insurance. Yep, open enrollment is here again. You have until December 15th to choose something very expensive that you hope to never use. And if that makes you want to stick a red-hot poker in your eye, call Marley Financial. Marley has every plan available in the tri-state, but they also offer some of the most innovative solutions to tackle the high cost of health care. Heard of first dollar benefits, the most expensive part of a health plan? They're great if you visit the doctor a lot or take medications, but if you're healthy, why pay it? A catastrophic plan through Marley may be all you need. Or how about a high deductible plan you can pair with a supercharged HSA? Not all plans qualify, but Marley's do, offering double benefits to cut your out-of-pocket costs in half. Call Marley Financial today at 724 724- 884-1496 for a custom-designed health plan with the coverage you need at a price that's right for you. 724-884-1496 or at marleyfg.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. 
We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Whether you're a candidate looking to advance your career or a company looking to advance your business, Advanced Sourcing Concepts is your bridge to success. Advanced Sourcing Concepts matches highly qualified workers with highly reputable companies. Advanced Sourcing Concepts brings a high-touch approach to human resources. As a candidate, your personal recruiter works with you to find opportunities that best fit your goals. For employers, they're your private talent scout, letting you focus on business while they find the first draft picks to deepen your bench. A certified woman-owned company, Advanced Sourcing Concepts has built a strong reputation for providing top-quality talent for direct hire, contract hire, and project-based positions here at home and across the nation and are recognized by Recruit Military as a veteran hiring leader. Visit ASCPeople.com for active job postings. Then call 412-415-5090 and cross your bridge to success. 412-415-5090 at ASCPeople.com. You started your business with nothing but a great big idea. They told you it couldn't be done, but that just made you work harder to prove them wrong. Now look at you, ready to take on the world. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South gets where you're coming from. When they said they wanted to create great big graphics for great big ideas like yours in less time than anyone else, they were told it couldn't be done. Speed Pro Pittsburgh South just smiled and said, oh yeah, watch us. When you need a large format printing partner who can provide high quality visual graphics in stunning detail, from trade show displays to outdoor signs, 3M brand vehicle wrap for your fleet, to window graphics, banners, and decals, Speed Pro Pittsburgh South can handle most jobs in two days or less and can roll with last minute change ups without breaking a sweat. Who says it can't be done? For a free quote, visit speedpropghsouth.com. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, as I told you in the opening of the show, impeachment is dragging on. and You can find out what happened by watching cable news tonight, but it's really a waste of time. And it's actually, when you get right down to it, a distraction from the everyday stuff that's going on all around the country. Insanity, like what happened out in Illinois near Chicago in District 211. Five high schools and the school board ruled that all locker rooms are open to both genders to accommodate two students who are probably insane. Vicki Wilson of an organization called D211 Parents for Privacy is here to tell us all about it. Vicki, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So, uh, where where and how did this situation begin? Can you give us the history of this? Sure. So it actually started way back in 2015 when the Obama administration threatened our school district with the withdrawal of federal funding, which was $6 million at that time. Um, funding meant for special needs and low-income kids, by the way, if we didn't provide full unrestricted access um, to the girls' locker room at one of our five high schools to a biological male who identified as female. 
So um, when that happened, we, uh, me and others, other parents in the community, we organized and we named our group D211 Parents for Privacy. And we organized um, to have people come to the school board meetings. Uh, we developed a website, a Facebook page, um, made signs, you know, all the stuff you do. And um, we stood up against this. Yeah, and it's called, um, uh, your organization is... Privacy. D211, D211 Parents for Privacy. Yeah, D211. And we're on Facebook, and, uh, we, have a, and we have a website. And, so and we also lobbied the school board members at the time, um, spoke to each one of them. Unfortunately, it was a 5-2 vote um, in December of 2015 to grant what they called limited access to the locker room, which meant the male student did get access to the locker room. He was simply asked to change behind a privacy screen. Although that didn't do anything, um, you know, he would still be walking past the girls as they are changing in the open-air locker room. And so what happened, though, is um, sometimes he didn't even use the privacy screen. And when that got reported to the superintendent, he didn't believe the girls. And he said that, no, that couldn't possibly be happening, that he was violating the agreement. So in May of 2016, uh, 50 families, we filed a lawsuit with the help of the Wonderful Alliance Defending Freedom, and we filed a lawsuit against the Obama administration and our school district. That's a pretty big target there, the Obama administration. Yeah, we, we were suing the Department of Education and the Department of Justice. Uh, for the illegal and unconstitutional guidance. See, th- this and is this is something that, that brings up for me, and I don't, I'm not, I don't necessarily want to get into that discussion with you right now. But uh, this is a this to me is a really good advertisement for the federal uh, government getting completely out of the education business. That's that's just me. Right, I agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the good news is when Trump was elected, he rolled back uh, Obama's ridiculous. Right. And so then we were only seeing the school district. Okay, so you you had to, you didn't have to and the, and the Sioux dist, the school district did what was the um what was the, what was the result of that suit? Well, unfortunately, I'm in Cook County, Illinois. We we uh, name it actually Cook County, Illinois, for its high level of corruption, and we don't have a lot of um, impartial, unbiased judges here, unfortunately, and the judge he basically never gave us our day in court. He just let the case sit on his desk for long, year after year. And so um, many of our plaintiffs graduated, uh, the original students graduated, and so forth. So eventually this, uh, the school district issued a motion or you know, put in a motion to dismiss. The judge, though, agreed that our case could move forward on several grounds. He did dismiss a couple um, parts of the lawsuit. He agreed that we had pleaded more than necessary um, to state a case for sexual harassment under Title IX. And um, he also, you know, there were some other parts of the lawsuit that he said could move forward. We did, though, voluntarily withdraw the lawsuit um, for a variety of reasons, again, because a lot of our plaintiffs had graduated as part of it. And Alliance Planning Freedom had other cases throughout the country that were so, stronger at that time. 
So this was all started because of one student? Right. Well, the ACLU was behind it. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you about that. But but before we get to that, because of one student, the... Obama administration was uh, the, uh, someone felt, and you meaning you guys, felt a need to sue the Obama administration, and all this is uh, created because one student wants to use the girls' locker room, even though he's not a girl. Right, and multiple accommodations were made for this student. The school district bent over backwards for this student, um, but of course, none of it was good enough for the ACLU. They even built a mini locker room where he could invite friends so he wouldn't be alone. But none of it was good enough for the ACLU. They wanted full, full access. And so they've been, this is what they've dreamed of happening is what happened last Thursday is now full unrestricted access to any student who identifies and requests it because, you know, there's no medical diagnosis. Um, They do have to put in a request and they will get access to the opposite sex locker room at all five of our high schools. And um, so this one student, is, uh, this has gone on long enough that he's not there anymore. Um, no, he's, he's long gone. And then the second student um, who actually is suing the district for a big payday. Now, our lawsuit didn't ask for a dime. We just simply wanted privacy for all students. Um, however, there's another student who's also since graduated, too. That student uh, did go public with their name, and they are still suing the district for a payday, um, which I don't know what's going to happen with that lawsuit now that they you know, they got their win on Thursday night, but they probably still want to be paid. So District 211 is how many schools? High schools? Five high schools, five high schools, 12,000 students. And so out of the 5,000 students, two had an issue with the locker room? Well, it's 12,000 students, five high schools, um, two that made, um, that filed lawsuits. But uh-huh. there are probably, they don't, well, at one meeting, the superintendent said there were 12 students total. So 12 out of 12,000. So 12 out of 5,000? 12,000. Oh, 12, 12 out of 12,000. Right, right. <laughs> What's that come out to as a percentage? My math isn't very good, but I think it's one, it's less than one percent. Yeah. So uh, it's amazing to me um, that this that this goes on and that you have to go through this. Um, so a new motion was passed by a five to two vote last week. Your group your group was opposed to this motion. What had your group proposed, and what 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 is in the motion that was eventually passed? So what they passed is full unrestricted access to locker rooms. Of course, the bathrooms were given away years ago without parental notification. So the main issue was the locker rooms. Um, also, sports teams. Any student who requests to be on the opposite sex sports team will be granted oh. access. Okay. Um, student A was on the girls' gymnastics team. And also overnight accommodations for school trips. It used to be that if you, you were on a field trip, uh, parents would be asked first if they would mind if their child shared a hotel room with the opposite sex. Now, as long as the opposite sex identifies, um, you know, yeah. as, you know that gender, no, parents will not be notified anymore that their children are sharing hotel rooms. 
So basically, what we're talking about here, I'm doing the math again in my head, uh, we're talking about two students per school, each with about uh, over 2,000 pe- two thousand students in the school. Two students. Um, and, and this is only the beginning, uh, right? We're talking to Vicki Wilson, of D- D- District 211 Parents uh, for Privacy uh, out in Illinois. Um, because what's what's coming next is uh, is, is pronouns. You're going to have to somebody's going to somebody's oh, going to yeah. file a lawsuit about the wrong pronoun being used. That's coming. You know oh, that, for right? Sure. For sure, absolutely. And, and yeah, teachers who you know don't comply, you know their jobs could be at risk. That's already been happening around the country. Um, yeah, there's it's just there's a lot of things and. Again, we we empathize with these kids who are struggling because, you know, this is a thing where kids struggle with their gender. It's not new. Well, up to 90% of these kids are going to outgrow these feelings. It's a mental disorder, by the time yeah. They, uh, by the time they reach adulthood, if they're just left alone. Mm-hmm. Instead, adults are putting these kids on those puberty blockers and later cross-sex hormones, which the combination will sterilize children. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge, huge issue. Um, it's dismantling, you know, like I said, female sports. It's bad for women. It's bad for girls. It's bad for all kids because there's also girls in the boys' locker room as well. Um, so, have, have, have there been have there been girls going wanting to go in the boys' locker room yet? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, and. Um, and they've been granted access. And, and so, but I mean, th- there's cases of them being in there already? Yes, yeah. yes. And again, they were supposed to have been up until, um, well, they say this isn't being, the full access isn't going into effect until January 1st. But there have been multiple reports to me personally um, of kids not using, the adopted sex kids not using the privacy area. And the problem is, I tell these kids, well, you need to report it, but they're all too afraid because they know if they speak up, well, some of them have spoken up, but a lot of them won't because they're afraid of the backlash from teachers and administrators and, of course, other students. But we have had some very brave students speak up at the school board meeting. I I really applaud those kids. There's a form. I I have the form here in front of me Mm -hmm. that you you guys came up with. Uh, and this is the form that uh, I'll read it. And you tell me what it's all about. Upon adoption of policy, equal educational opportunities, I understand it is my responsibility to make this request in writing. This request is being made even if there is not currently a member of the opposite biological sex in the same facility. This request requires a separate and secure facility with equal amenities and does not single out my child for harassment or additional travel time to classes. And just insane that somebody has to come up with that form, but explain what that's all about. So we had a you know, strong feeling this was going to pass because of you know what our school board members have said in previous meetings and our superintendent, um, and five of them just do whatever the superintendent says. So we wanted to have um, a plan of action in place, and so the plan of action is that parents, just because this policy passed doesn't mean they have to accept it. Um, they can request that they get equal rights for their children because this policy, even though they call it equal education opportunities, is not about equality because 
every student is granted access to a locker room based on anatomy. And if you're uncomfortable in that locker room, um, you know, you should be granted an accommodation, but the opposite sex locker room should be off limits. So, because it's okay for those kids, you know, to complain about changing next to somebody whose anatomy they share, um, but the other kids aren't supposed to complain about, share, you know, changing next to kids whose anatomy they don't share. So, anyway, we created the form because there are other options for these kids. Like I said, student A was provided multiple options. He was built in his own mini locker room. And when the girls, during the last few years, you know, this has been going on for four years, when they asked if they could use that mini locker room, they were told no. If you don't like it, um, if you don't like the locker room as it is, then you can go use the nurse's office. Well, we're telling parents, you don't have to accept that. You demand use of that mini locker room or somewhere else outside of that co-ed space. They can't force the kids to use the co-ed locker room. Okay. So, so it's actually, uh, um, the, in other words, those kids who um, don't agree with uh, someone from the opposite sex dressing in their locker room, they should their rights should be respected as much as the two people in the entire school whose rights are being respected uh, to the uh, detriment of everybody else. Basically, is what you got there. Basically telling them, you call this policy equal, well, let's see it actually be truly equal, and you need to respect the privacy and dignity of every child equally. You can't force kids to use a co-ed space if they don't want to. And so we just need the parents. Um, and and what, what's the reaction to that? Is that uh, Are they okay with that? Um, they, you know, they said in the meeting that they will make accommodations for those who ask for it. The thing is, our school district is very good about, um, you know, downplaying the significance of this policy, intimidating parents, making them feel like they're making girls feel like something is wrong with them if they have an issue with this. Mm-hmm. They're very good about um, talking down to people. And so it's... Um, We'll see how it plays out. If enough people fill out these forms and stand up to the administration, um, you know, that's that's the only course of action, really, other than another lawsuit. This is also a great advertisement for school choice, by the way, but that's also another oh, issue. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so, sure. is there well, any... That's the interesting thing is, um, I don't currently even have a student in the public schools anymore. I had one when this all started four years ago. Mm-hmm. But um, my daughter actually, she, she's, a, she's a junior in high school, but she attends a local uh, Christian school. Oh, okay. Is there any chance of reversing this stupidity by electing different people to the school board? Yes. Yes. That's, we just need we have a school board. We had one this year, so there will be another one in 2021. And so, yes, all we need to do is get uh, people elected who have some common sense. And this can be reversed, but that's not until 2021. So between now and then, we need parents to demand privacy to their children. Now, uh, uh, Vicki, I only have 30 seconds, and I'm up against a hard break. Just tell me quickly, if you can, how this is sitting with the general population out there. I mean, if you took a survey, 
what would the who who would be in favor of this new rule that allows everybody in everybody else's locker room? Well, definitely the minority is in favor of this um, policy, but they're a very vocal and well-funded minority. That's the problem. The majority, we have full-time jobs. We have lots of responsibilities. The minority is funded by the ACLU, um, and so they have a lot of time and money on their hands to get their way. Really, really nauseating, Vicki. Uh, good luck with this. Uh, keep up the good fight Thank out you. there. Thank you. I appreciate the time, John. It's nice to talk to you. All right. Thank you very much, Vicki Wilson, and we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. House Republicans are pointing out that the bombshell admission from Ambassador Gordon Sondland there was a quid pro quo in dealing with Ukraine is not as explosive as House Democrats are painting it to be. European Union Ambassador Gordon Sondland told the House Intelligence Committee he never heard direct orders from the president to enter a quid pro quo with the Ukrainian government. Republican Jim Jordan of Ohio pointed out that you said to the president of the United States, what do you want from Ukraine? The president, I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. I want Zelensky to do the right thing. Mr. Jordan pointed out that Mr. Sondland left that remark out of his opening statement to the committee, and House Democrats ran with it. Bernie Bennett, Capitol Hill. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 113 points to 27,821. The Nasdaq dropped 44. The S&P lower by 12. Oil up to 56.91 a barrel. This is SRN News. Sebastian Gorka here. Maybe you've been hearing about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that helps a person's body deal with inflammation and pain. You've heard all the wonderful testimonials. Well, I have my own testimonial. For many years, my lower back pain was becoming a serious problem. The short story is... I finally gave it a try, and now I'm out of pain too. So if you're in pain, you can order the three-week quick start for just $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and same or next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Dr. Sebastian Gorka believes organization is key. We have to rethink everything for the next year. At some point, you say, okay, in my interests, in the individual liberties predicated on the fact that we are made in the image of God means that I am going to go and vote, and I'm going to organize others to go and vote. We have to get organized. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The Answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire, at 412-471-7675. 
My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. Homeowners love their Pella windows and doors, and we love how happy we made Susan from Sewickley. It's Susan Wallace. I just have to tell you, this bay window is absolutely beautiful. I mean, it's fantastic. It really is beautiful. Can we install some happiness for you? Right now, save 55% off installation or 12 months, no interest, no payments. Call for your free consultation. We'll come to you. Call 888-78-PELLA, PellaPittsburgh.com. A white paper by the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy concludes the city of Pittsburgh should expedite the sale of property it holds, some for a few years, others for decades, by injecting the marketplace into the process. The properties could be sold to the general public and placed back on the tax rolls more rapidly through auction. To learn more about this topic and others, visit AlleghenyInstitute.org. It's where conventional public policy thinking has been challenged every day since 1995. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On the outbound Parkway East, it's a heavy delay. Boulevard of the Allies out to Edgewood, Swissdale. Inbound looking pretty typical. Parkway West inbound slowing down Green Tree Road to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Southbound 79 delays Washington Pike to Bridgeville. Outbound 28, pretty backed up from Veterans Bridge to the Highland Park Bridge. And also on the inbound side, Box Chapel Road to the bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer, weather. Some clouds around the area tonight, the low 32. For tomorrow, mostly cloudy with an afternoon shower in some spots, high 52. Cloudy and breezy tomorrow night with a bit of rain, low 46. Friday, morning clouds and a shower will give way to some sunshine. Breezy with temperatures steady or slowly falling through the 40s. With Iraqi weather forecast, I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, while the country is uh, concentrating on useless, predictable stuff like impeachment, the important stuff's getting short shrift around here, like Colin Kaepernick's workout. And, of course, everything about Kaepernick is about just about anything but sports. So what was the workout all about? Now, well, Yahoo Sports ran a piece yesterday, I think it was yesterday, that said that the workout was a Trojan horse and it was meant to trick Kaepernick. Ralph Sendrich is the author of Brawler, a player turned agents 40 years in the bloody trenches of the National Football League, and he joins the bloody trenches of the John Stoggerwald show right now. Ralph, how you doing? I don't hear Ralph. Are you there, Ralph? Ralph, are you there? I don't hear Ralph. Okay, well, I'm going to have to we'll try to reach him again. I'm doing something wrong in here, Aaron. I don't know. Um, okay, he, we we lost him. He was he was standing by. It says there, right there on the uh, on the phone. But the Colin Kaepernick story, uh, in case you hadn't heard it, um, was that uh, that the NFL just wanted to get him there to get him to sign a waiver, which included some I don't know some tricky clauses in there that would have. Uh, uh, I don't know, jeopardized his ability to make claims, employment claims, and uh, and to file litigation against the NFL. So um, 
and I thought that was interesting because you know that that story got a lot of publicity, and because it is Colin Kaepernick, it's going to get uh, it's going to get publicity. Ralph, are you there? Hey, John, I'm here. I was here the last time. I was screaming for you, but you couldn't hear me. Okay, well, that's that's my fault. Sorry. That th- uh, thanks for <laughs> thanks for, thanks no. for being on. So, uh, yeah. are, are you aware of the Yahoo story about the Trojan horse, the theory? The Trojan horse? Uh, no, I, I honestly no. I I, I, mean, I I went on to a movie theater, but I thought I was up to date, but I missed the Trojan horse. Okay, so what what they're saying is that um, that that they gave him a. This is from the story: a document that pushed past normal injury protections and contained language that had Kaepernick signed it could have given the league footing to argue that he'd signed away some of his employment protections. Um, and I mean, obviously, without having access to the contract. Uh, this this person at, at Yahoo said, I'm willing to bet that it had everything to do with inserting clauses that could allow the NFL to evade future litigation tied to employment claims. And, and then if Kaepernick said no to the workout or pulled out for any reason, the NFL could say, we tried, and there would be more than a few media personalities ready to carry that water. And if some masterstroke, by some masterstroke, Kaepernick's lawyer said yes to the waiver, the NFL would have a signed document guarding against a lawsuit stemming from state and federal employment laws. I guess that's a long way of saying they tried to trick them. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I think all of that's nonsense. Uh, the NFL is just not in the business of doing that. It's just, it's too busy. There's too much of a regiment. Uh, you know, do they have to worry about lawsuits? They don't really worry about lawsuits per se. You have one come up with this type of workout, John. I don't see that at all. Come on. I mean, you're in a position where you want to play in the NFL. First off, this guy really doesn't want to play. You don't conduct yourself in that manner. Uh, I'm not saying you you have to put posture yourself in a uh, position where you're lying, lying face down for them, but but you have to work with the NFL on it. And and uh, what he's trying to dictate now, wherever he's trying to dictate it, outside of Atlanta, I just I really have not heard anything like this. So, so uh, you put you wouldn't you you would not you would put it past the NFL owners to try to manipulate the situation. So you're not buying it. Um, no, but uh, he he agreed to some kind of a uh, an agri- a, a payout several months ago when the collusion claim uh, you know a settlement. Um, yeah. Is he double dealing here? Like, I mean, he's already been paid out, and now he's demanding that he be hired again. Didn't he? Wasn't he already paid off for not being hired? You know, if he signed a full and complete release, that would have been it. And he would have given away all of his claims, and then he would have been free to go out and then uh, sign again with someone else. Uh, but I don't know what what actionable claims that he had that he actually settled on. Yeah, and and so if you were somehow put in the position of being his agent, um, what would your <laughs> well, advice... Sure. First of all, what would your advice have been to him prior to his workout and you know if he if if you knew that he was sincere about wanting to play or thought that he was what would you be adv- advising him to do okay so first i would have hung myself first okay uh, <laughs> if you had to be so if i if you were forced yeah. at gunpoint no, to be on, his John, agent John, Hey, look, look, you don't, you don't have, you don't have to be a, a, a superstar a brain guy to do this stuff. I mean, it is not that complicated. You gotta be, you, you gotta be amenable to the NFL. Where, where would I have held it out? At, uh, the Atlanta Falcons facility, Georgia Tech facility, somewhere, somewhere close to the airport, somewhere close to your home, uh, something that's amenable. You go to, uh, the local colleges. 
I've had them all you know, all over. Down there, in fact, I think I did use uh, Georgia Tech one time. And, and there's just no mystery to all this stuff. You know, you, uh, what he's doing, he's setting it up. He's trying to cause a problem. He's setting it up for a lawsuit. And, and, and the NFL uh, knows what he's doing. And, you know, any team would be reluctant to sign a guy that's not 100% committed. And this guy is not 100% committed. So, But aside from the, the, the scenario painted here by uh, Yahoo Sports, does it make sense that the NFL would say, okay, look, we got, we're going to offer this guy a tryout, all 32 teams are invited, and if he goes, then we're done with it. Would that have been their motivation, or do you think they, I mean, what, what other reason would they have? They don't want this guy coming into any locker room with the circus he's going to bring in. <laughs> No, and and he really has to go out, and he and he has to try out, and in in the eyes of the club, these guys, the scouts that are out there, the uh, all all of the personnel people, they don't have anything to do with the NFL and those decisions. Certainly, they would have any input on their club, and they may be concerned that he could be a divisive force on 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 their own ball club. But other than that, no. I mean, all of that's a bunch of garbage. So I have a, I have a couple minutes here, and I want to ask you about something that bothers me a lot. And and I, I it, it came up again. The kid uh, at Ohio State, Chase Young, uh, some people saying now that he was going to be the number one pick in the draft and may still be. And then the kid at uh, Alabama, Tua Tungo-Livoa, uh, they, they brought, it, but he got hurt, and there was a question about whether or not it was a career-ending injury the other day. And the other kid was suspended for a couple of games. It brought up the issue. The, the media, my friends in the media, immediately jump on the NCAA and say, these kids should be paid. And maybe you have the answer to this. Maybe I'm nuts. But I don't understand why the focus is always on the NCAA and not the NFL for not allowing them to play in the NFL. Because that's, that's where two ought to be. And that's, if the other kid is good enough to be the first pick in the NFL draft, he should be able to say to Ohio State, you know what, uh, it's November, I think I quit, and I'm going to go hook up with an NFL team. Why shouldn't he be able to do that? No, I, I, well, I don't know. I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, the rules just don't permit it the way they're structured now. Obviously, the NFL would like to keep it in place so that the, their exceptions to the junior rule uh, can be applied and all, all the rest of them are seniors. So they don't have to compete for talent with the NCAA, uh, you know, and and you know that's what it's all about. It's just, it's about it's about the dollars and the cents here. And I never understood. Uh, I've never been able to understand antitrust laws when they apply, when they don't. But if the NFL is not a monopoly and not not uh, greatly uh, advantaged by it, what is a monopoly? <laughs> well, you know, I think it's already been defined in court as a yeah, monopoly. And why though? And, and, why do they get away with it? You know, uh, there are certain exceptions. Uh, they came in, uh, I think it was before 1945, certain exceptions to the antitrust rules. Somehow the NFL uh, fit into those exceptions. Had it started and come around a little bit later, it likely would not have. The XFL has said that it's going to offer kids who are, are ineligible for the NFL a chance to play right away. Why wouldn't a star leave school for a couple hundred thousand bucks? Uh, a guy like kid like Young before this season started, uh, get the couple hundred grand and an insurance policy. You know, they did it when the USFL was there. That's what happened. So if you have a competitive league, you know, you come in, you pay some of these guys, you take them out of the market for the NFL, at least for the first draft. And and what would your advice be to a kid who's uh, projected to be a first-round pick and has a bowl game coming up in January and could get, be, you know, become injured? 
I say, I say, you know, obviously it can't happen. I say, follow your heart. Uh, if it's my kid, I, I tell him to go go out and play a game just like he would any other game, and and finish it up and get ready for the draft. If something happens where it knocks you out, you know, that's part of the breaks in life, and you suck it up and you go on. Uh, that may not be the right answer. That's how I would proceed. That's how my son would proceed. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think you got, you've made a commitment. You should uh, honor it. But I think also they should be able to leave after their sophomore year if they want or after their freshman year if they're ready. I appreciate you taking the time, Ralph. Enjoy the movie. I saw it. It's a good one. <laughs> I'm going to do it, John. Hey, thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's Ralph Sendrich. Uh, the movie he's going to see is uh, Ford versus um, um, Ferrari, and he, and it was a good one. I did see it on Sunday. We'll be right back. Stick around. They blow into town with the wind, rain, and hail. And out-of-town storm chasers going door-to-door, often posing as a local company, offering a quick fix to desperate homeowners. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. Just be careful who you call. Visit WindowsRSPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roof roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. A company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday on the John Steigerwald Show. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. We're living in a very successful, affluent society for many people. Yet, it's also true that there are people that are being left out of that. And how do we reach those people? Joel Gilliam, Executive Director at Light of Life Rescue Mission on Pittsburgh's North Side. So part of what Light of Life does is that we help them in our education and employment program to connect with workforce development, to look at the skill gap that exists. And so we're partnering with places like the community college. We're taking our clients, once they are clean, and they're ready to move on, now they can actually get credentialed in an area where they can be hired to work with uh, UPMC or Google or or Amazon or these other places. And so it provides an on-ramp for those who are left out to get back involved in society. Help someone else find their comeback story. To become a monthly partner or make a one-time gift, visit lightoflife.org slash give today. lightoflife.org slash give. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you this holiday season. So grateful, they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. His new Giza Dreams bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton and he guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can buy one, get one free, by calling 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free, plus free shipping. Call 800-716-8087 or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code Stag. When you're searching for a new mattress, you may be faced with the choice between a traditional inner spring or memory foam. But you don't have to choose. 
you can get the active support of a high-quality inner spring with the comfort of memory foam and the new hybrid mattresses from the original Mattress Factory. With two hand-built hybrid models to choose from, you can expect the latest in sleep innovation at the same high-quality and factory-direct pricing you've come to expect from the original Mattress Factory. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. If you're shopping for a mattress, you might find that you're paying a lot more for free. Mattress retailers use free delivery, free frames, and free box springs to close the deal. What they don't tell you is that the price of those freebies is already built into the price of the mattress. What if you don't need a frame or delivery? Too bad, you're paying for it anyway. At the Original Mattress Factory, we don't make you pay more for free. You'll only pay for what you need. That's the Original Mattress Factory difference. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. We've got a few minutes uh, left here, and uh, I assume that the uh, the impeachment hearings are still going on. So if you're really interested in that, you could, I'm sure, find it uh, somewhere on your radio to be listening to it. I have a tough time, as I've said many times here, paying attention to it. I think it's, uh, am I allowed to say it's an insult to my intelligence? Because uh, I'm sorry, that's what I think it is. I, um, it's just, It's just... Uh, so much procedure, process, whatever you want to call it. Um, I just happened to be walking by the TV today, and it was on. And um, I was uh, doing some preparation for the show today, and I came down, walked by the TV, and there it was. And I, I don't know why I stopped and listened. And I don't even, I don't even know who it was. It was, it was a Republican uh, congressman asking the question. I don't, I'm not sure who it was. Uh, but um, Sondland, the uh, the ambassador was being questioned. And, you know, there were headlines all over the place uh, that, that he had just had, uh, the testimony that he had given was just devastating, as usual. This is what the media do with it. It was devastating to Trump, and he blew holes in Trump's story, and blah, blah, blah. Well, whoever was doing the questioning actually made reference to the um, to the headline that was on CNN. And he, he said, this CNN headline says blah, 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 whatever it was. And he said, so I, I have to ask you, um, he said, I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, did Donald Trump or, or, or Rudy Giuliani or Mike Pompeo or any person on the planet ever say to you that the, um, that the aid to Ukraine was dependent upon the Ukraine doing an investigation into corruption, whether that be whether that included uh, Joe Biden or not. But that's what he said. And um, Sondland said no. And then whoever was doing the questioning says, here's what I know. I know two plus two is four. Oh, well, first, first of all, Sondland said he presumed it, but he never heard it. He was never told that by anybody. He presumed it. So this guy says, well, he said, uh, here's something I know. I know two plus two is four. But I also know that a presumption is a presumption, <laughs> and four presumptions are four presumptions, and they're not anything close to the same as actual someone actually someone saying it. So what you're talking about was a were presumptions, and Sondland said yes. Now that took about I don't know two and a half minutes for me to watch. How long has this stuff been on today? I know it was on early this morning. I heard it in the car. Uh, somewhere on the radio in the car. And uh, and so uh, if it's still going on now, it's been going on for hours. And th- to me, that sums it up right there. And this is what this is what the entire day was spent trying to find out, uh, whether or not 
this uh, this guy Sondland had ever heard or had been told directly by Donald Trump or anyone else that the aid was dependent upon them doing investigation, whether he was told to tell them that, and the guy said no, he never was. And hours of testimony uh, uh, and questions and everything that goes on with it and, you know, recesses and lunch breaks and and pundits in between and all that. And it's, it, to me, if the networks wanted to do the story tonight, they could they could wrap it all up in about a minute and a half with that one sound bite and say, let's go on to something else. But they won't because this is, well, they, I don't know, maybe they're getting good ratings with it. The, the, uh, the hearings themselves are not getting good ratings at all. So uh, that's my coverage of the uh, impeachment hearings today. That To me, that summed it up. Um, I don't have the soundbite. I wasn't recording it, but uh, maybe we'll find it. I'll run it for you tomorrow. I'm sure somebody's going to be. If you watch Fox tonight, it'll be replayed. I can pretty much guarantee it won't be played on uh, CNN or MSNBC. But uh, there's a story here from, um, who is this? This is uh, PJ Media. And it says, the headline is, Fake News, AP, CNN, and New York Times twist Sondland testimony on Ukraine. And I'm pretty sure this was written before the soundbite that I told you about. Um, <clears throat> but it says, the Associated Press tweeted that Trump contradicted Sondland's testimony, uh, quotes, contradicting the, contradicting the testimony of his own ambassador. President Trump says he wanted nothing from Ukraine and says the impeachment hearings should be brought to an end. That's what the tweet read. That was a tweet from AP. Trump was quoting Sondland's testimony. Trump was seen... And I did see this. Trump was seen standing in front of his plane, rather than where he was going, in front of uh, the helicopter or, or uh, the, uh, the the jet. I can't remember which one, Air Force One. But he he was reading from Sondland's testimony. He said, I just want to make sure you guys in the media get this. And he read what Sondland had said. And what Sondland had said was, I he was Sondland was quoting Trump, and he said, I want nothing, meaning that was Trump. The I was Trump. I want nothing. So then AP deleted the tweet, and it said an earlier tweet that didn't make clear that President Trump was quoting from Gordon Sondland's testimony in which he was quoting Trump has been deleted. So, and it wasn't unclear at all, by the way. It was Trump saying, this is from Sondland's testimony, and this is, I saw it. This is what he said that I said. I want nothing. Is Is this not clear that that? Whatever the Democrats want this to be, it just isn't. I mean, there may be some things that Donald Trump, uh, because he's not all that experienced at being a president of the United States, maybe he said or did some things that uh, might not be proper or maybe he shouldn't have said or gave the wrong impression or whatever. But they're talking about impeaching him, you know, throwing him out of office, dragging him out of the White House, uh, what, 11 months before an election. And... um, Tim Murtaugh, who I know, by the way, and is his uh, communications guy. I've known since he was a little kid. Uh, he's the grandson of Danny Murtaugh, by the way, the former Pirates manager. He tweeted, this CNN Chiron is factually wrong. Uh, Sondland, the Chiron, that's the, the graphic at the bottom of the screen. Sondland, I pressured Ukraine at express direction of Trump. And this, this is what Tim Murtaugh tweeted. Sondland testified that he never, in caps, heard President Trump link aid to investigations. In fact, he said, POTUS told him, I want nothing. I want no quid pro quo. CNN's headline, Sondland 
colon, I pressured Ukraine at express direction of Trump. Never said it. So this is why I have no patience for it, because you know what you're going to get from CNN. You know what you're going to get from Fox. You know what you're going to get from MSNBC, ABC, CBS. You're, you're, you're going to get uh, some semblance of, of both sides from Fox, but they're going to lean in favor of Trump, obviously. But the other guys, you're just getting it's just it's not worth watching. It's just it's just a bunch of BS. They don't know how to tell the truth. Uh, so that's where we are in impeachment. And uh, we'll see where we are tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. See you. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group.